Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the We Don't Want a Podcast. This is a show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I am Zach, and joining me as always is my co-host. He's here to tell us what happens when the non-existent bumps into the decrepit. It is Scotty Westside. Ah, my non-existent loves to bump against the decrepit, personally. Uh, I was was really hoping you were going to pull something from the Olena Veras conversation, which I'm sure we'll get to. But I didn't know what it was. I was surprised still because there's literally about a thousand different there's things. There's a thousand of them. Uh, Elena just drops heaters the oh entire fucking God. time. Oh, my God. She is on some kind of a heater for sure. Uh, how are you doing this week, pal? Uh, I'm good, man. Um, for our listeners uh, who listened earlier this past or earlier this week, you were going to... Uh... <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, Miami. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, Miami, how did that go, Scott? Tampa, it was, uh, boy, I just got back from Tampa, and boy, are my arms tired. Uh, wait, I should have, you're supposed to say flew in from Tampa. I botched it. Uh, yeah, anyway. Well, we're going to go ahead and just call it a night. <laughs> it was a swell time. <laughs> yeah, I, who won? I've definitely who won? been who won there, the and Cup, I Scott? definitely know who won. I just don't want to spoil it for anyone out there <laughs> who are seeing this months later that may, the news may not have reached them yet. <laughs> so I would tell you, but I just, I don't want to spoil it. Okay. Um, no, I am, uh, I am doing good. Hey, actually, um, actually, you know, we didn't talk about this last week. Last week. Week, right? Yeah, last week. Yeah, what did last we not week talk about? Or last week, week. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a new Hollow Knight Silk Song trailer that came out. Oh, true, big true. We do have Dude. a history of talking about baseball and Hollow Knight on this podcast <laughs> and Hades. <laughs> and Hades. Dude, do you remember that Harry Potter episode we did where we talked for Pokemon, we talked for about Pokemon po- and Hades for probably twenty minutes? Wait, why would we ever talk about Pokemon? Uh, I don't know. I believe the part... Listen, uh, there's a well-established history of me having a terrible memory. I believe we talked about Hades for 20 minutes. That checks out. That sounds like something we would we, we did all... In that same conversation, we talked about Pokemon. Pokemon. Neither yeah. of us is even, like, that into Pokemon. Yeah, I don't... I couldn't tell you. Okay, I fair enough. I just remember that that was... Anyway, let's talk about Hollow Knight. Uh, yeah, Silk <laughs> Song. Uh, it looks rad as hell. I don't know what else to say. Dude, Except I'm just that. so excited about it, man. I've watched that trailer like 30 times. Yeah. Um, yeah. The music is great. The music of course. is really good. It's so fucking good. It's so good. Um, and I just love you, Hornet. She's so cool. She, she is so She's cool. just so full of like personality and just the sounds that she makes and like the way she's flipping around and doing all this cool shit. She's just rad. I, I really hope that there's at least, like, five of you people listening to <laughs> no. who have played Unlikely. Hollow Knight. Unlikely. And, look, if you guys enjoy our takes on things and you listen to us because we're funny and, and rad. you like the things we say and you're looking for a new video game to play, go play Hollow Knight. It's, That's just good advice for anyone. Go play Hollow Knight. It's, yeah, it's on Xbox Game Pass. 
So if you play on PC or on Xbox, you can get it. Uh, it's not it's, if you just want to buy it. It's like fifteen bucks. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's you can get it on expensive. Switch. Uh, guys, it is. It's the. It might be my favorite game of all time. It's pretty much a mess. And there's a sequel that should be coming out sometime over the next year. Uh, that looks like it's gonna be great. So, do yourselves a favor. So I'm doing great because of that. Okay, fair enough. How uh, are you, Scott? I'm doing great also because of that. Uh, it was very exciting, but also. Uh, I had some uh, family in town this past week. Oh, nice. Uh, which okay. we also didn't talk about last week because it definitely hadn't happened yet. Um, <laughs> they were in town, my <laughs> sister, uh, my brother-in-law, and my niece uh, and nephew, or one of my nieces and one of my nephews. And uh-huh. uh, we had a good time. They were only here for like uh, half a day, pretty much. But went and played some some mini golf, uh, messed around in like the arcade they had there. Anything funny happen while you were playing mini? I just feel like that's just a recipe for like shenanigans um, with like young. Yeah, like, I mean they're they're pretty young, so their their method of mini golf is more like just kind of it's like they're playing hockey. They just kind of guide the ball. They don't really hit it like individual hits. They just kind of sweep the ball in the general that's direction the trick, of the man. hole. That's the Listen, trick. Uh, you know. I, I can't fault them for it. It's it's surprisingly effective. They're pretty good at it. That's a 10,000 IQ player. Right yes, there, man. definitely. They're uh, just ahead of the times. Absolutely. It was very fun. Uh, me and my brother-in-law, Mike, uh, had the, the master touch at this one arcade game. Okay, so this is... I don't know if you've seen this one. It's like... Uh, it's kind of a take on those, like, oh, swing the hammer really hard and hit the bail, hit the bell... Yeah, uh, make it go up like thing, but it's like right. a miniature kind of. You're gonna hit my bell and make me. Go I up. I love to swing my hammer and hit your bell. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just a little. Ding. It's like a miniature version of that. You get this tiny little like mallet, and you can't hit too hard. You want the thing to go up to the top, but if you hit too hard, the lights will bounce down, and you're trying to get like the thousand ticket jackpot, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, uh, my brother-in-law tries it. Very first try, he hits the thousand ticket jack. Oh shit, yeah, dude. And so I'm like, oh shit, yeah, hell yeah. Wait, well, how many brothers do you have? I have one brother and two brothers in law. So, so I, I met, I met your brother at Torchy's Tacos in Denver. Correct. This is not. Okay, this is cool. my brother-in-law, as I said many oh. times, just many, many times. Gotcha. So I haven't met this one. No, correct. <laughs> anyway, he hits the thousand ticket jackpot, which is like that's cool. So I'm like, I'll give it a shot. And I also hit the thousand ticket jackpot. So Dude. we're like, what are we just uh, savants with this game or is this game really easy? So we no, ended up, they, they made it they made it easier because of inflation. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, uh, they just they need you to be able to spend more time. We did it we yeah, exactly. We did it a bunch of times. <laughs> uh because of course my niece and nephew were all super hype and they wanted us to win tickets to get them the the prizes and what have you. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, so we did it a bunch more times. We were getting like five tickets, 20 tickets, but we did each hit the jackpot one more time a piece. So four total jackpots. Uh, so we're pretty, we're pretty baller at this game. I got to say, but it was very fun because uh, I, we got, it was a decent amount of tickets. So we got to get them like, like my nephew got this like cool Spodermain, uh, like stuffed, <laughs> stuffed Spodermain. And my niece got this like uh it's like a shiny llama. I'm not sure what it was, but uh they're like pretty good size too. So it was it was a good time because they were happy, which makes me, you know, as an uncle happy. Yeah. So So for 
for everybody who judges Scott the way that I judge Scott. Which you should and is valid. You should because Scott sucks. Uh, I just have to say it is night and day seeing this motherfucker pick up the phone when his nieces and nephews are calling him. You've uh, seen that? That's a thing? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's I do like like that. you guys yeah. know how how insufferable he is. Okay, well this the phone rings or the FaceTime rings and he's like oh, Hey sweetie, <laughs> hey sweetheart, how are you? Oh. Like oh my god, it's so it's like You can't I just, tell like, people this. I just want to hug you so tight I when I see that. I have my insufferable asshole Slytherin persona to keep up, so you can't, you can't fucking tell people this. It is so we sweet, have to cut it. We have to cut this. We have to cut it. We have to cut it. <laughs> You're a human being sometimes. Well, yeah, You're not sometimes, a robot. Sometimes I am not, in fact, a robot. Uh, who'd have thought uh, yeah, But it was a good great. time. Uh, like I said, it was only basically a half a day, but uh, we had a good time. So Hell yeah, dude. Was it a good time? Uh, I have been told there have been rumors that it was a good time. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, we need to talk about some Game of Thrones. We do need to talk about Game of Thrones. We really know how to just stall and bullshit hey, these days. Actually, before we jump into this. No, we can't uh, talk about Game of Thrones, today, obviously. Yeah. No, no, no. T- today's episode is brought to you guys by us. Uh, oh. We have We have merch. Uh, if you were not aware, Scotty's wearing one I'm of our shirts. <laughs> You're pulling the wrong side. Are you tugging your nipple over there? What's going on, dude? It's reversed <laughs> on my camera. It's like the cha-cha slide, man. Reverse, reverse. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then the sweet ass, give him the old razzle dazzle. You got to take a step to your right. To my right? Oh, your left. My, your left. My right. Is that good? There you Down, go. Down, up. Yeah. You know, look, deep you don't need to bins? do this. We're going <laughs> to. Should I do the deep knee bends? <laughs> There's gonna be a picture of this up on the screen. Oh, you don't have to do that. I'm so <laughs> you glad don't have I to do that. all that for nothing. Um, yeah. So that's a thing. Uh, we've got merch that you guys can get. The link will be in the description. Uh, we've got these nice ass premium quality T-shirts. Oh, they are honestly like seriously. This this the tri blends nice. and it feels like heaven. Oh, okay, you got tri blends. I okay. got the tri I think I got a premium. So there's two different types of T-shirts. And they're not the t- like the too soft. Like I'm a big boy, and I don't like for you to see my nips. You know, I like and everyone not, to see my nips. It's not like that <laughs> thin, but they're soft and comfy. Ten out of ten recommend. Not just because it's our stuff. Any other material, any other brands printed on this shirt, I like the shirt. It's great. Um, but by ours and. <laughs> He's, what Zach's uh, trying to say is that he would also buy one of these shirts if it was like uh, a forsexytime.com logo right. on there. We might have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to make that shirt now, Scott. Forsexytime. No, it was .org. No, no, no. It was, it was rubberrockets.org. Rubberrockets.org. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah, God, definitely. dude. Um, anyway, there's also hoodies. I know it's hot as fucking balls, but... That's It'll get we're cold in Texas. eventually. It'll get cold eventually. Winter is There's coming, hoodies up there as know. well. Um, so yeah, go check that out, guys. If if you haven't already, it would uh it would mean a lot. Oh yeah. Um all right, hey, now we have to talk about some Game of Thrones. Nah, I'm just not interested. No, I'm kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. Right. I'm kidding. This so is So did uh... you have a good time this past? <laughs> Rumor has it that I had a good time. Rumor has it. Uh, 
no, I do want to talk of Game of Thrones because uh, just like last week, I think this is a great episode. A I enjoyed the hell out episode. of it. I think this episode's better than the last one. Uh, I like both of them a lot. I don't know if I could put one or the other just off the top of my head, but maybe after we're I done, <laughs> maybe okay, after well, we're done talking about it, I will make that decision. Uh, unlike you, that has already made it. You absolute fucker. Um. So why don't you kick us off, man? Why sure. don't you talk to us about uh, episode twenty-four? Uh, were you gonna say the rest of it there? Just... I was gonna say it just seemed like you wanted to talk, so you know, trying to be a good co-host <laughs> no, please here. Proceed. I'm episode terrible. twenty-four, and now the his watch is. is I fucking quit, dude. No, no, no. Please, go ahead. You, you first. And now let's watch his ending. Oh, damn it. Well done. Uh, all right. We open with a lovely shot of Jamie's cutoff hand. Uh, after some jokes about putting fingers in his butthole, always a classic, uh, he falls off his horse and begs for water. Locke hands him a jug, and only after Jamie has taken several big gulps, he tells him it's horse piss. Always a classic as well. The two classicest <laughs> of jokes. Back to back. Back dude. to back. <laughs> Chicago uh, Bulls 98. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, Jamie steals a sword and attempts to fight and gets his shit pushed in. Always a classic gag as well. <laughs> Getting your shit pushed in. Your shit pushed in. The third classicist, classicist. That's definitely a word uh, of gags. Man. Uh, in King's Landing, uh, Tyrion approaches Varys to ask for help, proving that Cersei is the one who ordered the attack on his life. Varys proceeds to tell him about the infamous gash. Well, that's that's all in caps, by the way. Gash. <laughs> uh, he also reveals. <laughs> Read the, read the fucking prompt, Scott. <laughs> he also reveals Mad-Eye Moody in his box as a hostage. Uh, in case you could tell, this is Zach's turn to do the recap, and I have not read it yet. Uh, is that actually the Mad-Eye Moody actor, or are you just being a dick? No, it's just because okay. it's a man in a fucking chest that's held I just I had to double check, because it could have oh been for all God. I know. Uh, I lost my place. We learn how important uh, shoveling is to the Night's Watch. I also made a note of this. I love that. Uh, there are whispers of doubt in Mormont's leadership among the camp. Uh, Gilly doesn't want Stam's stupid thimble. She just wants to save her baby boy. Understandable. Uh, back at King's Landing, Varys and Roz talk of Podrick and him being a prodigy with the women. Hashtag pod the sex god. Uh, jo- bars. Bars. Joff is fully erect. <laughs> so erect. As he shows Marjorie around the dragon bones. No, these are just uh, Targaryen bones, bro. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, back north, which is way creepier, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Back north, we see Theon being led by uh, this mystery mop man. Uh, that's a lot of M's. Mop man prophecies. Mo- did you say Mop Man prophecies? 
It's my favorite movie. On the, the, like, no one known movie, The Mothman Prophecies. <laughs> Who the fuck knows about The Mothman Prophecies? I don't, I don't even know how I know about it. I don't know how you do either. I was like, he did not just make a Mothman Prophecies joke in the year of our Lord 2022. <laughs> what the fuck is the happening? Year of our <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh my god. Where the oh. fuck was I? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh shit, I have no idea where I was. Uh this is mystery man, yeah, Mothman uh. on his escape. Oh. <laughs> Theon tells him all about his choice he made, and he shows some remorse as he admits that he chose wrong, uh, and that his real father lost his head in King's Landing. Uh, they reach their destination only. It was a ruse! Uh, his would-be savior turned out uh, to be his for sure Recaptor, what a fucking sentence, buddy. <laughs> what a dick move. Uh, in the Stormlands, Brienne convinces Jamie to eat and to live by telling him he's acting like a bloody woman. Uh, always a, a good ploy. <laughs> John, Dude, I'm a classic gag. <laughs> Dude, I need to collect myself. <laughs> Bro, I have to look that movie up now because I don't even know what it's about. I, I think. Wait, I think. Uh, is no, 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 no. I'm thinking of the butterfly effect. I was about to say. Oh shit! Ashton Kutcher. Oh, the Mothman prophecies has an amazing 52 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hell yeah, dude! Legend. Richard Gear. Who the fuck? I mean, I know who Richard Gere is. It's just like, when, 2002. Wow. Yeah, you are. Just all the, like, <laughs> the, the trendy in references. <laughs> okay, so back at King's Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. Back at King's Landing. Oh. We are reminded, yet again, how menacing Lord Tywin Lannister's quill is, oh the true God. main character of Game of Thrones. Varys has a packed conversation with Elena Tyrell about Sansa, Littlefinger, and, quote, the key to the north. Marjorie visits with Sansa, and Marjorie drops the idea of marrying Loris to Sansa. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. The mop man prophecies is so fucking funny. Every time I go to take a drink, I just start laughing. Okay, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. I swear. Are you sure? I, I think so. I think so. Oh, man. <sighs> Beyond the Wall, Mormont and friends lay a brother of the Night's Watch to rest. Tensions are rising um, with, I, I wrote wither, with Crasser hiding food away uh, and causing the Night's Watch to starve. 
The slimiest motherfucker that has ever existed in ever calls Craster a bastard. My dude, and Carl. Go- <laughs> Your dude, Carl. <laughs> Carl. Uh, <laughs> uh, and goads him into an attack. Uh, Craster is killed, and when Mormont tries to put a stop to it, he is stabbed in the back. <coughs> Fuckers. A fight. Yeah, a fight breaks out as Gren and Dolorous Ed and others try and save him. Sam rushes outside to find Gilly and her baby, and together they flee. Mm. Somewhere in the Riverlands, the Brotherhood Without Banners tries putting the Hound on trial for a million murders that he didn't actually commit. And finally, Arya speaks up about him killing the Butcher's Boy from season one, and they're like, well... Okay, fuck yeah. Let's put him on trial for that one because nothing else we said worked. True. Uh, a trial by combat is called for the Hound versus Beric Dondarrion. Mmm. 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 In the East, Danny proceeds to do maybe the coolest thing she's ever done and ever will do, Quarth, mm. and trades Drogon. Her largest dragon Karth? to the slave master. Huh? Karth? Quarth. Yeah, why did you say Quarth? Oh, the greatest thing, the greatest city. Yeah, uh-huh, the greatest city that ever ha- ever I, was or ever will be. I yeah. thought you were trying to say the best thing she's ever done is the way she pronounces Quarth. No, 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 no. You got to keach up. Uh, keach up. up. I do have to keach up. Big time. <laughs> Big time, big time. This is um, the best recap ever. Uh, yeah, but it was a ruse. Did I already say that part? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was a ruse. So many it ruses. It was a ruse. So many ruses going yeah. around. She orders the Unsullied to slay the Masters and has Drogon burn the shit out of the shitty-ass slave master guy. Uh, does he have a name? What is that guy? Uh, Krasnus Monoclus or something like that. It's Ma- Master Krasnus is what I'm pretty it. sure you're making I It up. does sound super made up. <laughs> I'll give you that, but I'm actually not. <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> it's Krasnus Monaclass or something like that. Okay, well, moving on. Uh, she continues this hot streak by freeing her slave Hot army streak. And- Get it? Yeah, yeah, that she, was a pun. She was burned a- people. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Uh, and letting them know that if... They continue to follow her. It will be as free men, not as slaves. Mm. She allows anyone to leave who does not wish to fight for her, for her, and they all ride off into the sunset together. Pretty baller move, gotta say, um, by by our favorite Danny there. Yeah, um, this is the <sighs> best shit Danny's ever done. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty this good. This is real good. Yes. Uh she had this this I guess we're just starting here. She had this big ploy where she, you know, uh pretended like she didn't speak their language, which of course we find out or know that she does. She was just kind of playing dumb. Dude, that guy's that Krav, Krav, Krav Magog guy. Krav Magog. Name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he his face when he realizes <laughs> Dude, it's so good. Uh, yeah, uh, he he got he got the razzle dazzle real good, and then Drogon just absolutely 
roasts his ass and not in like the fun way like in the like your your ass is dead way like he yeah he's dead he's big dead he's super duper dead uh this is a very cool moment this is like definitely one of daenerys's most triumphant moments i feel like this is probably when the um khaleesi bandwagon was like maybe at its like strongest uh yeah people, people were big into khaleesi here Yes, uh, yes. All the babies and look, were being not named misplaced. No, for sure. Uh, this this is good. Scott and I look okay. <clears throat> as much as Scott and I dislike Daenerys, uh, we have been objective in the past in saying that she does do several things mm-hmm. that are objectively good. We try, we try. And this is this is one of them, man. This is a, this is a fantastic small like arc uh, for her, and she. I just feel like. If this was the Daenerys that we got always, mm-hmm. oh man, like she would yeah. be, I'd root, I'd root for her all the time. Oh yeah. Cause it's, she, it's, it's she's using, she's using her wits to like set this up. Oh yeah, I'll give you a dragon. But then is just like basically using that to get control of the Unsullied. And also she knows her dragon's not going to fucking like mind or go with these fuckers. And right. like, she's just going to roast their asses. And also, they're fucking slavers, so screw them. Like, absolutely yeah, exactly. kill the shit out of them. Just fuck them. Right. Uh, and then on top of that, she does the baller move of being like, yeah, I free you all. If you want to leave, that's on you. Cool. Do it. Awesome. Uh, she did a similar thing even with Missande in the last episode. We didn't really talk about it, but where she's like, if you have family to go back to, given the choice, would you? Would you? And Miss Annie's like, no, I, I don't have anyone, basically. Or they're all dead or something to that effect. And now right. here she is again, being like, I free you. But if you want to follow right. me and fight with me, you know, let's do it. Let's go. And they all... And, and I, think, I think... The tapping of also, the spears fucking rules. Yeah. Th- this is also <clears throat> a very good... Oh, man, it, it really is truly just insane how well-written this, like development is for yes. her character and then also how poorly written it is because it doesn't follow through always uh you know like yeah like it would only be true character development is like if this permanently affected her character you know like right i see what you're saying and i, I don't disagree um, um but what i was gonna say is that she one of the things that i despise about her and other characters too that have this same problem is is the inability to take advice right right and in last episode uh she listened to both Jorah and um Barristan mm-hmm. giving <laughs> their kind of opposing views on how to get an, army. an army right right yes. and she did both Yes, and I mean, that is... yes, they are slaves, but she was like, <clears throat> I hear what you're saying, Barrison, and I'm going to take your advice as well. Mm-hmm. And to some degree, I mean, obviously, like, it doesn't change the fact that these men are, were raised as slaves and don't, quote, don't want, right? Right, right, right. <clears throat> As the story says. Um, but she she's trying to appease both, and I think it, it, it works beautifully for her. It, it, it really is, like, one of the most... I feel like mature moments for her 
where and we, we kind of touched on it last episode, but we didn't fully go into it where she listens to kind of both sides, like you said, the Barristan and the Jorah thing. And she even then has that that great moment later where she like reprimands them about, you know, like speaking out in front of the strangers. But she did it in like a really good, mature way where she didn't, like we said, put them on blast in front of everybody. Uh, and then she follows it up by, yeah, basically like taking both their advice, taking in what they say and making it basically a win, win, win all the way around for her, you know, right. big lose, lose for the slavers, but again, fuck them. Uh, and it's just like, you're right. I wish she showed this level of like maturity and like, I think it's just like self-awareness. Yes. Too, man. And, like, and then just like the careful <laughs> consideration to like put this plan together. Like so much of my criticism of Danny is like, she just acts on like emotion constantly. And it's just like, She's always like reacting instead of being proactive about things. Right, right. And this is like the exact opposite of all that. So well, I have to give to, her props to a degree. So hold on, I, I, because I agree with you. To like, a point, like eighty-five percent agree with you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is not a fully fleshed-out plan, in my opinion. Oh, interesting. It is. It is kind of an emotional. De- if it was a fully fleshed out plan, her advisors would know about it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's like part of the ploy is to make them more at ease because like even her advisors are like not in on Freaking it. Freaking out. Yeah, I can So I can the see way what that you're I, the way that I read this is that she sees what an absolute shit person this Krav Magab dude is. And uh <laughs> Like, obviously, all the shit that he's, like, talking about her and the way that he talks about the slaves. And she makes this emotional decision to, like, you know what, I'm going to fuck this guy over. Right. Without, like, talking it through. Now, it worked out very well, and it was the right decision. Right. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, being a dick about that. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but it, she does still make emotional decisions. She's just doing it with, like, a, a much clearer head, I feel like. That's fair. Um, and, like trying to be a few steps ahead mm-hmm. which is not something that we see from her like ever again <laughs> yeah not usually the way she operates uh she's usually several steps behind right. uh but yeah I, credit where it's due here this yes. is this is a Truly. extremely well executed ruse uh it's it's very like emotionally powerful it's triumphant like the music swells Drogon is like flying around just like roasting fools. Uh it's you know the the wide sweeping shot of like the dragons flying over as the yes. army goes out of marine or wait no this is Astapor. Astapor. Uh it's it's great. It's fucking rad as hell. And yeah, it's like hell yeah, like Daenerys at this point. And I you're right. I wish this was a more permanent character development for her, but it doesn't fully go that way for me unfortunately it doesn't um but you know we'll unwrap that as it comes for sure uh and as i come and <laughs> as of right now in this moment great job the nurse fantastic job yes uh the best thing that i've seen her do on screen correct for, for sure. sure uh so oh also Missandei is hot as fuck dude <laughs> i mean i knew we couldn't get out of the east without you mentioning uh that. yeah just Missandei's too fucking hot. uh i want to talk about this uh Varys and Tyrion scene. 
uh, oh okay before All we right. get to the other Varys scene uh, okay because talk about it it's a good one I, we we've said it before basically anytime these two are in a room together talking having a scene it's almost always great and this one yes. is no exception yeah it's story um, time man anytime yeah. they're they're together listen people can like i i definitely have heard the criticism of sometimes uh you know every once in a while with the show it's just like uh i feel the need to uh monologue at you a bit and i'm gonna tell my story and blah 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 sure i honestly usually i have no problem with it like if it is performed well and the story is interesting i don't care if it feels like contrived or like oh why is he like telling them people, his... like people don't do that right people don't do that in real life why is this person like sitting down and telling us their life story i'm thinking of one specific instance even later uh this season where someone does that but i don't care like if it's good like a performance and good interesting story like hell so yeah. you must give that to me so you must love like all 12 times that Baelish tells his story. <laughs> yes, we you know I do. You know I fucking do. We talk about it. Uh, it's so bad, Scott. No, You're it's, joking. It's literally the best. Um but yeah, Varys, you know, does his little thing where he's like, I believe I was going to tell you the story of how I was cut. And Varys is just and like, do you still oh yeah, he asks him, Do you still want to hear it? And Tyrion is just like so not into having He's like, this conversation. I don't know, do I? Yeah, I don't know, do I? Like, what's in this fucking box? What are you up to, my dude? You're so fucking creepy. <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah. and yeah, we hear the story of the warlock, which is very creepy. Uh and it's just it's just such a solid scene. Like these two have such good banter, such good like chemistry on screen. Um it's really, really good. Uh, it's just, it's really good. I love these two. I love them. Too. Is it really good, though? I've heard it's... I do that so much. I've heard <laughs> it's really good. I heard we had a good time. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna... I'm just gonna always ask oh, you that. Oh, my God. <laughs> when you trail off by saying it's really <laughs> good. It's such a bad crutch. I gotta get better. Um, should we discuss the other Vera scene? Oh, yeah. The Elena scene? <gasps> god dude it's not a verisine it's an elena scene come on true big true yeah uh i so, had to go, go, go okay i i when i'm taking my notes i put in i think i've mentioned this before but like if there's a really particularly good line i want to like draw attention to i write it out in my notes mm -hmm. and i started to do that with this scene but then i was like oh i just have to like literally write down every fucking thing olena says <laughs> Because she goes on a Bobby Baratheon level hot streak here. Uh it's hit, it, she, hit us with them notes. She's savage and it's so good. So she so Varys comes in and says something. I can't even remember. Oh, he says, like, oh, King's Landing is brightened by your presence. And Olena hits him with the Is that your usual line, Lord Varys? Are you here to seduce me? Oh, please, seduce away. It's been so long. Though I rather think it's all for naught. What, hap or what happens when the non-existent bumps against the decrepit? And Varys just kind of at this point... He looks down he at looks his dick, dude. down at his dick and looks at her, and he has literally... She has left him literally speechless. Like, <laughs> literally Varys, Varys, of all people, is speechless. Yes. And then she it cuts back to her and she just kind of goes with a question for the philosophers. 
on. Because then she tells him, but you've come mincing all this way for something. She is just next level savage. Yes. She's incredible in this scene. Holy shit, she's so good. Um, What were you going to say? I, I was just going to say, like, she commands scenes oh my god uh, like in the same vein that Tywin does, does just with yep. a different uh, am i frozen no was i frozen i don't okay. know maybe you, you were frozen um she commands scenes like kind of in the same vein that that i feel like tywin does like it's a different like avenue like she does it with like cutting humor and he does mm-hmm. it tywin does it with just like menace but right. yes, she's still commanding the scene. Yeah. I mean, even even from the, like, may I sit down? And she's like, no. Yes. No, <laughs> you may not. See, like, there's so many good lines in this. I couldn't even get them all. <laughs> she, at once she tells him, like, to, like, uh, about her son, like, oh, didn't he lay siege to Storm's End? Or, so, or maybe this is she's talking to even someone else. I can't even remember. But she tells, uh, she tells whoever she's talking to that, She's talking about Mace Tyrell, and she says, all he laid siege to was the banquet table in the command tent. <laughs> yeah, it, it, like, it's, dude, it's the your, same conversation. That's your son, and you are still just, like, shitting all over him. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, so oh God, it's funny. She, I mean, she's kind of like, all right, look, cut the shit. Like, what are you here right. for? Yeah, yeah. And and Varys kind of is like trying to gauge her. Mm-hmm. Uh he's he's tiptoeing around it. He's like like I found out that you have an interest in Sansa Stark. Oh my god, yes, this too. <laughs> Wait, uh, she's like she's, she's an like, interesting girl or does she say she's an interesting girl? Yes, and, and he goes, he goes, is she? And she goes, no, not no, really. not really. <laughs> and she's like so kind of exasperated by it. She's like, yeah, no, not fucking really. God damn it, <laughs> she kind of sucks to be honest. Um, and and Varys is like, okay, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go then. Yeah, like, yeah, I, this is not going the way I wanted it to go. Like, oh, come and on, she's like, don't give up. Look, that hey, easy. come on, come don't on. fucking hey, give up. Come on. Don't be a fucking bitch i thought you had but wait no you don't have any balls <laughs> uh yeah dude she it, it she's so enjoyable to see yeah. on screen man she's so fun yeah but uh, the, the big crux of this is that varus you know wants to kind of help protect sansa you know he he makes the line that she's just kind of a babe in the woods you know like a, right. an innocent bystander that's caught in the crossfire and they hatch this plan to well, it's kind of off screen, but Elena's like, yeah, I can see what you're saying. Obviously, any idiot knows what we have to do. Um, well, I think what what's... Okay, hold on. Two things I want to point out. Mm-hmm. One, I don't think that he is necessarily trying to save Sansa. Like, I don't think this is about... Sure. Like, let's clarify that. Like, it's trying the, the to... The one thing... The thing that I feel like is such a constant and needs to be, like, extremely clear and understood about Varys is that... It is all about the big picture. That's for true. Him. That's a fair point. Um, he so, doesn't want another feather in the cap of Littlefinger, basically. Well, and, and and see, it's not even about his despise towards Littlefinger. 
it's just this is a really unbalanced thing that could right. happen and it could cause a lot of shit. Right. I mean, she, Olena even says to him, like, well, you must really despise him to try and undermine him like this. And Varys is like, no, I actually quite enjoy him. Uh, he's kind of my best friend, honestly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he will see the realm burn if he can be king of right. the ashes, which is a, a hell of a line. Yeah, a hell of a line and just kind of a an expert distillation of Littlefinger's character. Yes. Uh, dude, that is such a hell of a line. Yeah, dude. it's it's very, very good. Um, So that's that's one thing I want to clarify. For, for him, it's mm-hmm. not his care for that's Sansa. That's true. That's a good point. Um. And the second thing is that she does, like, w- when he says kind of that in a nutshell, she's like, okay, like, you you are a clever man. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, so this is what we need to do. And she's like, okay, like, <laughs> shut up. Come on, dude. I I, anybody can figure that part out. Yeah. I got you. I got it. Uh, and uh, I like how they, you know, how they did this, like, in the storytelling and the editing where... We don't need to hear it from them. We then basically, I don't know if it's right then or if it's later. It is. It's right after. That we cut to, you know, Marjorie basically explaining to Sansa uh, mm-hmm. what the plan is to marry her to Sir Loras. I also have to just comment because I love Marjorie mm-hmm. and I and I come to love Sansa. I, I adore her in, honestly, kind of now and like later seasons. Um, It's just so refreshing and nice to like see... Marjorie, and although there is kind of a little feel that Marjorie is kind of like playing, like playing the game. Sure. It does seem a bit more genuine and more natural, like with, with Sansa. Sansa. Yeah. Um, and it's just so like refreshing to see like Sansa just kind of have a breath of fresh air right. like this. Ad- agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I was just like I was thinking. So I made uh I I made a note here about how uh. The scene where they're in the Great Sept of Baylor, which quickly shout out to the set design of the Great Sept. Oh, it's yeah, seriously, incredible. it's gorgeous. Um, but, uh, you know, Marjorie's continue ability to just wrap Joff around her finger is just so impressive. Uh, but I was like, I then had the thought, like, in the Sansa and her scene of, like, well, how can he not be like wrapped around her finger? Because she's just so fun and beautiful and nice charming and, yes. and nice and just like even Joff sure does love him some dead people. Uh and being a fucking creeping weirdo, she's just like, you know, she's going along with it and like having a good time. And it's like, of course Joff is wrapped around her finger. Like she's she's fucking great. Like right. yes, she's playing the game, but I I like how you called it out with like with Sansa, where it seems, you know, a little more natural and just like she is kind of genuine. Yeah, I mean, she's even like joking with her. Right. She does about seem to. The, the, uh, oh, my God. O- was it like Porridge Plague? Porridge, porridge plague. plague. Yeah, that's a good bit. She got Sansa so good. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what is that? She's like, well, they they get bumpy and their face just slides Falls off. Falls off. And she's like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> and Marjorie just like stares at her and like yeah. smiles like. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. It's good stuff. It's good it stuff. Good. Uh, this this was a phenomenal episode for Marjorie. Uh, yes. She the the scene, the part where you know her and Joff walk out, and the crowd is like chanting both of their names. Well, uh, they're only chanting her name first. At first, yes. Uh, until they see, yeah, that's right. that's important. That is a big thing. Um, 
but Cersei is obviously continuing to see it and continuing to being disturbed by just how well Marjorie deals with Joff. Um, yeah, I mean, well, and it's pointed out later in this yes. episode yes. in a great conversation that we will talk about. Yeah. Uh, the the last thing I just need to say here is Marjorie's way too fucking hot, dude. <laughs> she, like, she's just, like I said, the, the most... the. The biggest thing for me in this was just like, God, yeah, she's 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 so fun and cool and hot, and I just I just want to <laughs> hang out with her. Like, she's rad as hell. Hell yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I I, I agree. Cool. Um, should we talk about that? Just transition right into yeah the, uh, yeah. That's a good segue. Let's keep it natural. Yeah. What what happens? I I just want to start this. You mentioned this briefly in the recap, but I I could watch Charles dance, write letters, just all day. Like, oh yeah with not even just the fact of like knowing what he's doing and what he's setting up but just like the whole process of like the ink pots and the the dust to like i think that's like to help absorb some of the like leftover ink yeah and then like mm-hmm. the wax and like the seal it's just i just want to watch charles dance do that just it's like asmr to me. it kind of is uh and i'm then, erect right now <laughs> fully erect but on top of that awesomeness uh we get him just (laughs) just owning cersei uh as he usually does to basically everyone um where cersei hold on wait 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 wait, wait. just like i know this is in the middle of the conversation but just you're still here i was oh my god yes (laughs) you're still here there's just a long silence, and then he just hits her with the, you're still here. Like, he doesn't even, like, and then, like, there's another long pause, and he's just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, and then she's like, oh, yeah, uh, Marjorie is manipulating Joffrey, and he hits her with the, Good! I wish you knew how to manipulate him. You dumb fucker is what goes unsaid. Uh, but basically is what he's thinking. Uh, God he is dude. unreal. Unreal. He's so cool. There, There's not. Is there anybody better suited for their role in this show? <sighs> I'm... Maybe Rory McCann? Maybe Rory McCann and maybe uh, Robert Baratheon. Uh, what is uh, uh, Mark Addy? Mark Robert Addy. Baratheon. But other than that, man, he owns that role. Charles Dance does. Uh, even Lady Elena, honestly. Uh, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, the actress. But Yeah, I... I... That's the thing. Like, that's we already are naming, like, five people. That's... Uh, we talked about it before. The casting of the show is unreal. Um, what do you want to hit next? Hold on one second here. She deserves... She does. She does deserve a shout-out. She absolutely deserves it. Uh, Diana Rigg. Diana Rigg, yes, of course. Did she yes. recently pass away? Or am I... Uh, yes. She I died she in did. 2020, actually. I thought she might have been. September in 2020. The late Diana Rigg. Late Diana Rigg. What a legend. Also, uh, if you are new to the Game of Thrones, like, fandom and just world uh look up maybe maybe i can throw it up here in the video uh look up some pictures of young diana rig 
and Natalie Dormer, who plays um, Marjorie. Marjorie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could be sisters. Really? I've never they could be the this. same fucking person. It is insane. Yeah. That's cool. It it is really cool. Good casting. She's yeah, she's beautiful. Diana Rigg is is gorgeous. I believe it. I believe she was in an absolute fox in her day for sure. Yeah. She's still great. She's still phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um. What do you want to hit next? Do you want to hit the uh the Aria? that ass um <laughs> the Arya <clears throat> Hound stuff? Uh yeah. Okay. Or do you want to close with that? That stuff's pretty. No. Yeah. I I was kind of I was okay. kind of honestly we should have closed with Danny because it was really good but. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, we'll we'll close we'll close with the uh, the Arya Hound okay. stuff. Let's talk about the North. Um, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So let's start with the soft North, okay. and then we'll go North North. <laughs> I north always, light. I, I always start soft North and then go hard North <laughs> after that. <laughs> that was your best, like teed up fucking joke. You you caught that one. That was good. Good, I good love job, a good Scotty. soft north before the hard north. Uh, <laughs> All right, okay. so uh, in diet north, diet north, uh, yes, north light. Uh, fuck <laughs> goddamn Theon. Yeah, I want to just throw that out there to start because this was my first part of my note because he starts by being a real bitch and talking about Rob, and I'm like, motherfucker, Rob treated you like a brother, like. Yes. To the end. And you're and, like... And he even says that... Yes! To Balon. He says that verbatim, like, when the King of the North scene is happening, Theon even asks him, am I your brother now and always? And immediately, without hesitation, Rob just goes, now and always. Yes. And then, now, Theon has the goddamn gall... To tell random mop man the mop man prophecies. <laughs> the mop man <laughs> to, to tell him that he resented Rob. And I'm like, you fucking bitch. Rob was so good to you. Yeah. And then he kind of sort of starts going in the right direction where he's like, he acknowledges Ned as his father, you know, the whole, my real father died in King's Landing, and then he kind of, you know, does all that. But the, the first part of this, as I was watching it, my first in, gut reaction instinct instinct was like, dude, fuck you. Like, you cannot be saying how much you resent I mean, resent he does Rob. kind of backstep it by saying... I suppose. Like, be, because, because, uh, Mop Man... <laughs> uh, does say, like, oh, did he hold it over you? And he's like, he didn't have to. Right. Like, like he, he never outright. Just by, like, what does he say? Like, just by existing, he. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, yes, like, he shouldn't hold that type of resentment. But also, he's a, like, his situation's unique. I don't fault him for that specifically. Um, okay, fair, yeah. It, so, it really does kind of, like, put a fucking, I mean, it, it, it hurts when yeah. he's, like. When he's talking about Ned. Yes. Yeah. And, yes. and and he finally like, because we've just you know we've seen him like this for a season, season and a half, a season. How long has uh, he been? About a season. Uh, time is a flat circle. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, we've seen him for about a season, maybe more. Like, kind of just trying to fill in these 
shoes of being an ironborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and it's just, like just so forced and shitty. You're just not good at it, Theon. And, yeah, he. It's just not who he is. Yeah. Uh, and we finally see it collapse right here, right. and it it is it is very um to a viewer it's very rewarding to finally get that payoff. Right. Uh. But also, it, it does humanize him a little bit, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. again, credit, you know, we talked about Daenerys, credit where it's due. Yeah. Um, this is a scene that is kind of heartbreaking. Um, it is. Especially when, if you look at these types of characters the way that Amanda does, um, she loves the broken character, right? Right. You know, we've talked about this, we make jokes about it all the time, and this still doesn't make me like Theon. Right. You know, yeah. So don't misunderstand me, but, like, it is just heart wrenching. Like it's fucked like, up. I, you can see it in this moment. Yes. And like I said, I, I had that strong negative reaction, obviously, at the start. But as the scene goes on, I'm more just like, yeah, this is the this is a pretty like emotionally powerful and like resonant scene. Um, it is a good Theon scene. Yes. Which there are um, not that many of those. And then there are not. It is a good Theon. And then the Theon theme. <laughs> And then the Mothman prophecies uh, gives him the old razzle-dazzle. He gives him the prophecy, doesn't he? (laughs) He prophesied that uh, he would screw him over uh, yet again. And And he he doth do it. The the, the worst part about this storyline for me, though, is just kind of like, Theon's just right back where he started. And I know the argument can be made of like, well, now Mopman Prophecies has the extra information of Bran and Rickon being alive, and that's kind of the whole point of this. Right. But it's like... It's just because he's a sadistic bitch, dude. Right. It's just... It's more it, like, oh, here we are back again. Like, what was even the point? Of I don't I don't think it was like a move the story forward device. I think it was an establish... Sure. Mopman's... Uh, Please use his full title. It's Mopman Prophecies. Prophecies. From now on. I I think it was just a device to give us about, like, give us who he is. Yes. I mean, he plays with his food. Like, that's what he's doing, you know? And Um, and that's fine enough for now. Uh, I think we get way too much of that. Not to put things ahead of me. Sure. But we we get a lot of that over the coming I I get you. You're... I know that you don't like the... Torture porn prophecy stuff. (laughs) Well, I mean, I just, I like, I don't think you've ever expressed any like care for like it. So, Mopman's entire arc. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't like, uh, we don't have to get into this. I don't like dislike it. I don't love it. It's just kind of, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is like with your hindsight, it's probably just another, uh, another reason into why like you don't really give a shit about any of this correct yes yeah like as a whole you know that you don't really care about it yeah. you know right for sure um let's talk about the hard north the hard um, north are we there yet did you have your blue chew oh i had... <laughs> yeah i had uh it was i was stuck in the soft north and i, I had, had to, to like take my blue slap chew. it around a little bit <laughs> jesus christ uh what a beast my dude mormon is uh i know i'm kind of skipping right to the end of this but okay all right we're just going there what a beast or rather bear i guess you could say uh this fucker rass stabs in the back and he still turns around and nearly just strangles him to death with his bare hands 
With his bare hands? Hey. Uh, that one I didn't even do intentionally. Uh, what a fucking baller. Uh, yeah. I'm going to miss Mormont. He he was... He wasn't, like, my favorite character in the world. Like, I don't think he did anything that's, like, fuck yeah, Mormont. But he did a lot of stuff It's just, like, you're, you're, you're a pretty cool dude. Yeah, he's um, okay. Yeah. He's, like... I don't know. He's a B tier <laughs> character. Maybe D. He's know. a bear tier character? Uh, yeah, uh, sorry. Scary. Thank you. I kind of skipped right to the end of that. Uh, did you want to say no, anything specific I just, uh, about just this, this scene? this slimy motherfucker. Yeah, I uh, love him. Coral! Coral! He is... this Again, this actor... Uh, is really good at playing a slimy ass motherfucker, like <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he, the um, look like, on he... his face as he like gears up to call Craster a bastard is uh-huh. amazing. By the way, he yes. does like a whole like, "You are a bastard." <laughs> it's like, dude, like was it you, you like had the Goku power up before you said that. <laughs> He's trying to get to his final form. Yeah, dude. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go Super Saiyan to call Craster a Super bastard. slimy. Super uh, slimy. <laughs> super uh Super That's so bad. <laughs> I love it, but it's so it's bad. so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm trying over here. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta <laughs> got com- a show to run. You, you know? gotta compete with my soft north. <laughs> that was so good, dude. Um, uh, so, yeah, fuck. Uh, like, fuck. Uh, Rast. Fuck Rast specifically. Rast I can in s- particular. I can see where Slimy Carl is coming from, but Rast is just a fucking bitch. Can we also just talk about how in the in the Night's Watch we just keep getting these characters Dude. who like pop up that we, they're like, wait, have you been here this entire Yes, no, 100%. Uh, I thought you were going to say, I love how Gren and Ed just acknowledge that every time we see them, they're shoveling. Like, and they yeah. just make it a thing in the show. They're just like, yes. oh, they never tell you about all the shoveling. And I'm like, we we are always seeing them shoveling. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, show, for acknowledging Dude, they're that. they're definitely breaking the fourth wall, man. Yes, definitely. Yeah, they're talking to us. They're not talking oh, to Oh, yeah, together. 100%. But, yes, fuck Rast in particular. Uh, that dude sucks big time. Uh, but good on Sam for being, you know, having his head on his shoulders and getting Gilly out of there. You know, I, I do. I just I'm like, I know that he's a coward and he wouldn't fight. But I, to me, it's funny that like Gren and Dolores and others and mm-hmm. co, they charge Rast and co. To fight. And yeah. Sam's like, I got to go. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting. I see what you're saying. It's it, this is pretty different in the books uh right. ed and gren aren't there at all uh for one and sam basically it's actually a very touching emotional scene sam basically like stays with uh lord mormont like until he dies like he basically he's like he's like holding him like cradling him in his arms uh until he dies because all the the you know uh what are they called like the uh, mutineers, the mutineer fuckers are like, you know, they're off raiding for food and, you know, doing bad things to Craster's wives and all that shit. And they're just like ignoring him. They don't give a shit. Right. And some of Craster's other wives come along and basically tell Sam like, hey, we got you horses. You have to take Gilly and get out of here. 
because he's basically just like he's kind of petrified with fear and is just like cradling Lord Mor uh yeah Lord Mormont as he dies. So um it's a touching scene. I kind of would have liked to see it here, but you know, it is what it is. So Yeah. Yeah. Still uh um, still I mean like exciting stuff. I feel like yeah. this is we're we're it's a good development. There hasn't been much yes, interesting. That's, that's what I was trying to say. There hasn't been much interesting happening with this storyline in a while. So I'm glad something's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, um, let's let's go ahead and wait. Do we have anything else? I, I think it's yeah. Arya. I think it's Arya and Hound stuff. Okay. So somewhere in the Riverlands. Oh. We do. We didn't talk about Jamie at all. I mean, he has that quick scene at the beginning, but I mean, yeah, he's got his fingertips in his butthole. <laughs> the poor dude looks so defeated. I, I, I feel for him, but he's still got a little fight in him. He's still got a little. Yeah, fight in I mean, him. he's trying. Like, I, I kind of, to be honest, I kind of feel like it was more of an attempt to have himself killed. That's what I was just gonna say. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he even told Brienne last episode where he's like, "I would make them kill me." And it does almost seem like that's what he's trying to do here. Yeah. Because even then later, he tells Brienne, like, I'm dying. And Brienne's like, buck no, the not. fuck up, you bitch, yeah. and eat and live. Uh, yeah. Great speech from Brienne, by the way. Good for her. Right. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Um, Sorry. Now we yeah, can move that, to... That's, no, yeah. yeah that, that, that's about it. Um, so, so we're in a cave in the <laughs> Riverlands. And... Great intro. Yeah, so, so we're, we're in a cave, in cave. <laughs> and um, it's very much like the Brotherhood is like, we don't like the Hound. Yes, big time. Um, But we don't have, like, we don't know exactly, like, what we, like, we're supposed to be just, right, and deliver justice, and they're, like, trying to be like, well, you did this, and they're, you did that, and... They're literally just blaming... Everything his brother does on him. Right. And, and he's I, like, that's not me. Yeah. I love how the hound, how Sandor, my dude Sandor, is just not having their bullshit. He's like, is being born Clegane a crime? Like, this is all my brother. Like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I wasn't yeah. at these places. I wasn't there. I didn't do these things. Yeah. Uh, I like how he, he even spits on the ground when he talks about his brother. Yeah, dude, he fucking hates his brother. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Not a fan. Um, not a fan. And so, finally, Arya speaks up and mm -hmm. is like, well, he did kill the butcher's boy. He was 12 or whatever, right? right? Uh, and, <laughs> like, he's done a good, so the Hound has done a good job of, like, repelling these mm -hmm. accusations. And Arya says that and he goes, ah. He was a bleeder. Yeah, he, <laughs> dude, he bled oh a lot. God, Doesn't he dude. say something like, yeah, my horse stunk like Butcher Boy for a week, dude. It dude, <laughs> such a fucking dick. Uh, dude, I love him so much. Because then he's also like, they're like, oh, how could you do this? And like, he's he's like, he attacked the prince. And Arya's like, that didn't happen. It was me and this and that. And the hound's just like, well, then I guess I should have killed you then, but it's not my place to question princes, okay? Yeah. Uh, it's it's great. I love it, all it the is, stuff the hound is like, defending himself with. It's a very 
on-brand right. exchange. I love it. Because then um, he even goes to, like, listen, if you're going to kill me, get it the fuck over with, but don't lay all this bullshit murders that I didn't do at my feet. Right. That's that's what he's upset about. It's not like, oh, they're going to kill me because of, you know, these things. Yeah, like, right. give exactly. a shit if they kill him. He's like, just right. get on with it. I just don't want to hear this bullshit from you, basically. Right. Uh, which is very, uh, like you said, on brand for for the hound. So, so finally, they're like, you know, you you don't deny this, uh, okay? Like the Lord of Light's gonna have his justice mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. And rather than like, here here's my problem with this: rather than Beric being like, okay, you don't deny this. We're just going to put you to the sword now and kill you because you're admitting that you are guilty. Yeah. He's like, we're going to fight about it. We're going to do trial by combat. I guess it's more of a... It's so dumb. Well, was this... I mean, I love the fight when yeah. it happens, but it's so dumb. Was this a murder situation or was this a he was just doing his duty situation i guess sure okay i suppose uh, yeah I, I i can i can kind of buy that i yeah. guess that does make a little bit of sense but you're not supposed to make sense on this podcast i'm so sorry yeah that's you. not my job um i was trying to drop a hot take sorry it's continue still, I- yeah no, <laughs> yeah, no <he's- laughs> i quit <laughs> i give up uh yeah. I want to draw, I think, maybe uh, draw attention to maybe my favorite uh, exchange in this sequence. It's all great, but uh, when the Hound is, like, looking around and, like, you know, like, who's going to fight me? Like, you, Archer, you piece of shit, or you, Thoros, or whatever, or what have you. And then he turns to Arya, and he says, or is the little girl the bravest one here? And Beric looks at her, and he just goes, I, she might be. But then he turns back. He's like, but no, it's me you'll fight. And I'm just like, yeah, fuck yeah, Arya rules. She's the best. Arya Even does rule. Beric she... literally just met her, and he's already like... Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm Team Arya. Yeah, I'm Team Arya. She's pretty cool. She's pretty cool. Uh, so to to the casual watcher, or if, you're t- it, or if it is your first time, because we know that many of you are watching for your first time, uh, Beric Dundarian is the... He was recast, so this is our first yes. time seeing him as as this man that you guys in see his on screen, new yeah. form. This isn't even yes, his final is... form, <laughs> right? No, yeah, no, this is his final. Well, form. no, I mean, I was making oh, okay. a different. Joke. I know. Okay, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Um, yeah. So the last time that we saw Beric Dondarrion on screen, it was he was played by another man, and he My and dude. he just did he just did this. I love that dude. Shouts yeah. to that dude because he owns it. Shouts to it. that guy. He really did. Uh, yeah, this is the man that uh, Ned Stark had uh, ordered to gather a band of men, which is now the Brotherhood Without Banners, to uh, bring in the mountain uh, for his war crimes, basically, mm-hmm. yep. and put him to death, yep. basically. Uh, obviously, now that all these people are dead, like... King Rob and Ned and whoever else. King, not King, King Robert. King Robert, I'm sorry. I always do that. You do. Uh, <laughs> That's why King we call Bobby him Bobby B. B, baby. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, 
they're still out there just like trying to be yeah. like the good guys, the vigilante good guys in a way. And the Hound even like calls him out on that where he's like, King Robert's dead. You're like Ned Stark ghosts. is dead. You're fighting for ghosts. And yeah. they're just like, yeah, we don't care. That's what we're doing. Right, right. No. So that's a, that's a hell of an episode, man. That's you got anything else? I, I feel like that was pretty much. No, this one's this one's gonna run a little long, so sorry, folks. But uh, yeah, it is a hell of an episode. I like I said, I think both of these last two episodes were just jam packed with oh, so much you know what good we stuff. Didn't, we didn't hit on. What's that? Did uh, we miss something else? <laughs> wait, shit! I don't now. I don't remember what episode it is, but neither of us put it in the recap. Maybe it was me. Um, the. Uh, it's a very quick brand scene. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't actually remember which episode. That I don't was know in. if it's this one or the last episode. Uh, he was. Oh, he was chasing the crow, and his mom was in the tree, right? Yes. Yeah. Jojen says you need to catch it, because uh, like, because Brand's just been trying to like shoot it with arrows. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's saying like you need to catch the thing and whatever Listen, it's just it's just real quick we it's, we didn't put it in our notes to recap because i hate to say it but little raisin brand does not have the most <laughs> most like <laughs> interesting storyline uh going on uh i totally forgot he did yeah. briefly appear in one of these episodes <laughs> uh wow either way okay well uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's it it's in the recap now it's in, it's uh, in there uh we'll we definitely talked about this last week if this if that was indeed last week but i honestly don't know which episode it was i honestly don't either oh uh, shit i kind of went to that early hey it's time for who be thrown in who be thrown in oh my god is this is the weirdest list i feel like we ended with last week uh some of these make total sense some of them are you like, didn't match my cadence and i'm very disappointed i don't have any rhythm um so <laughs> this is true you blend in with your background so this is true shut the fuck up <laughs> uh where we last left off last week with who be thrown in tywin uh continues to have a stranglehold in the number one position uh brendan yeah, blackfish tully uh strong debut at number two daenerys had a real good episode uh and maybe an even probably an even better episode this week yes. at three uh, Manstrader was at four, and Melisandre, for just the most savage look of all time, uh, jumped on the list at number five. Your flame burns low, my lord. Oh, so good. Uh, so, Mance was not in this episode. Blackfish was not in this episode. Melisandre was not in this episode. They can all come off. Uh, here's, here's the question. I think the... Some of these choices will be easy to put on, but before we get to that, maybe the toughest question of the week is, is Daenerys's week strong enough to supplant Tywin at one? Uh, I vote yes. As much as it, it's not my favorite thing in the world and it pains me, I think you are probably correct. Yeah, like her scenes were on par with the quality of scenes, if not better. There were more. Of, there was more of it, and it was also extremely positioned, advancing. I 
insane is still just so good in this episode, though. Well, you, but it's because it's the type of good that you lean towards. That's that fair. You like that's fair. It okay, doesn't take away from the quality of Danny scene, though. I it pains me to do it, but I do try to be objective as possible. And if said literally no one ever fuck off. <laughs> and if there is ever a week that Daenerys uh, earns her a number one spot, uh, I disagreed with you guys last time. But I 100% agree. I think it is this week. Yeah. Now. I agree completely. That being said, is Olena's week strong enough to also supplant Tywin and bump him down even further? Um, Because holy shit, she goes off. Oh, man. You know, man, I, I think, I think so. And it's not, you have to understand, it's not a slight on time win, you know, it's just correct. the, the style of Elena's scenes are just so refreshing and enjoyable. She goes fucking ham, dude. Yeah, dude. Hold on though, because let's, let's put a brief pin in this. And 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 gather our other combatants here. I think an easy pick is Marjorie. Yes. Uh, who else are you thinking? Uh, man. Maybe a. Can we put Masande just because she's hot? I think you suggest that every week. Well, I'm going to uh, keep suggesting it until it happens. Uh, maybe a Varys? He has two pretty good scenes. I don't know. I don't think Varys. Um, maybe a... Uh, Theon. No, am I uh, out of focus? You're always out of focus. Yeah, there. I am always out of focus. Uh, no, you're fine right now. Uh, maybe a... Where are you? Uh, the Hound. I mean, the dude is captured. Yeah, but he's like... He, he gets a trial by combat, which has probably got to be favorable for him as opposed to the current position he's in. Also, he's just rad. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, not... Joff, the crowd actually chants his name. Missande because she got freed. Oh my god. <clears throat> she got freed go and she's hot. No, go the fuck away. Uh I think these are our contenders here. If you can think of anyone else that's not named Missande. Aria. She has one No, I don't think so. No. She has more of a fucking argument than Missande. You dumbass. Missandei got freed and Arya didn't. I fucking hate you so much. Also, Missandei's way hotter than Arya will grow up to be. True. Um, uh, I think these are contenders here. Man, I just, I feel like 
If you say Missandei one more time, I swear. No, no, no. <laughs> what, what about uh, Mop Man prophecies? Mop Man? I don't know that we should throw him up until, until the we story actually know who, who the fuck who he, he is. is. Yeah, I, I agree. We need to, we didn't know, we need to know we, the prophecy. Oh my God. First. No, hold on. I Here we go. Do your, do your thing. Okay. Do your thing. Uh, if you are not already following us, on our Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever the fuck, you should do that at We Don't Wanna Pod. We Don't Wanna Pod, which would be short for the We Don't Wanna Podcast. You see how that works? Just We Don't Wanna Pod. Uh, also, if you're new here, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, leave a like and a comment because all those things really help us out. And Scott, are you fucking done yet? No. Oh my god. I'm, oh my god. I'm doing uh, a thing here. This may not work at all, but I had to. I just had a brief thought, and okay. I want to see. What the fuck? Uh, there's also a Discord that y- if anybody would like to hang out in and uh, come chat about the show, come chat about Game of Thrones, talk some shit to us because we suck. Uh, that's a great place to do it. Um, so there will be a link in the description for that as well. Um, and also look, if you listen to us on, on iTunes or Spotify or wherever, uh, rate us, leave a five star review and maybe a nice little, uh, nice little note to tell us, um, how good our dick jokes are. Okay. I have to explain what I tried to do real quick because this. And you didn't. You so you're what you tried to do. No, so no, you no. didn't do it. Listen, no, I'm bringing it up. It didn't work quite the well I want the way I wanted it to, but I do still think it's kind of funny. Have you seen that? It's all over Twitter right now. Uh, this may be super dated by the time this comes out, but it's that AI image generator where people are like yes. typing in ridiculous things, and it like generates an image based on that. Yes. So I thought it'd be funny to type in the Mop Man prophecies <laughs> into that. Did it and, give us anything? Uh, it did give me something. Uh, where is it? It's not quite what I wanted. I oh. wanted an actual mop on like a dude's head or something, but it does look kind of appropriately Game of Thronesy somehow. Uh, I don't know how that happened, but uh, anyway, that's the joke. I <laughs> that's a great joke, Scott. Jeez. Yeah, the Mop Man prophecy. Holy I'm putting. Shit. I'm gonna go ahead and put the Mop Man prophecies right there at number three, uh, because he had a big episode today. For sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, let's let's be done with that guy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm done with that. I, I, I was done with that joke you before so you were. Started. You so were. I have made the comment before that I try to do uh less visual humor because we do have most of our audience listens, and yet I still fall into this trap of doing this dumb bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> um does Olena or Marjorie pass Tywin? I think Olena does. pains me but at least for this week i mean she 
she went ham. She just had such a good episode. She did. She's so enjoyable. She's so enjoyable. Love watching her. Uh, I think Marjorie's easily fourth then because she had a yeah. great episode. Uh, and of our two remaining, uh, I would vote Varys. You would vote Mob of <laughs> Yes. Uh, you think Varys over the Hound? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, I, I don't I don't agree with the Hound even right. being in consideration. So. I'll shake to that. Varys had a good episode. I love his, both of his scenes, honestly. Although Olena owned the second one, but he was very good in the first one. Yeah. All right. Uh, is that where we're at then? That's that's where we're at, I wow. guess. That took a lot of bullshit to get there, but we made it somehow. That is who we thrown in for episode twenty four. Uh, Daenerys Stormborn <laughs> titles titles uh, takes the number one spot from Tywin. Uh, Lady Olena pushes him further down the list on an absolute banger of an episode at number two. Uh, Tywin, he's still a baller. He's still in a great position. He's at number three. Marjorie, just strong all around episode for her. She's funny. She's beautiful. She's charming. She plays the game extremely well. Uh, she is at number four, and Varys. Uh, I feel like we don't give Varys enough props on these lists because he's just kind of always very good. Uh, he's just kind of consistently very good. So I'm glad. I am glad he made the list at number. Yeah, four. yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, man, isn't it crazy that we probably will never see Daenerys at number? One? <laughs> <laughs> you really think? At number one, you might be, don't, hey, don't spoil it for the people who are just watching this for the first time. She will be at number one again. I'm going to go out on a limb as the biggest Daenerys hater here, and even I will say, I think she will have another. Really? I'm not particularly thinking of any one instance right now, to be honest, but. Yeah, no, you're I have, probably right. I have faith. Mm. I don't know why, but. Goddamn. Anyway, yeah. What a doozy, what a, <laughs> I love how we know it's a banger of an episode when Zach is like literally falling asleep by the end of it. Dude, I am, I am beat. Dude, uh, it's because of all that hard north. As I was, ah, you beat me to it, I was going to say that. <laughs> God damn you, the hard north is my joke. Hey, you want to see something cool? Sure, uh, do I? So my, this is kind of, this is not this meant is the, to be a. This a is plug. the Tyrion thing. I don't know. Do I? <laughs> this is this is not. I know, right? This is not meant to be a plug. Uh, like I'm, I'm not gonna put like information in there. But it's like going that. to be anyway. No, no, no. I mean, it. So my mom does like Sensi, like the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like candle stuff. Mm -hmm. There was a limited edition Harry Potter one. Uh, it is really cool though. Let's see if this. I thing thought you were gonna say it was a Game of Thrones one, and I was about to be excited, but. Now I'm so it's now it's like I'm soft. Castle. Yeah, now I'm soft north and not hard north. Dude, come on, that's really cool. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fucking cool. Uh, is and that then, the like, H? Little... Is that the Hogwarts seal? Yeah. And then on the little like wax holder thing, let's see if it'll focus on this. Yeah, it's like it's got the... the letter. That looks just like a Game of Thrones letter. That looks like Tywin, maybe. It's the it's the Hogwarts um, mm. acceptance letter. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's cool. There was even like a like a. Uh, 
Hold on. Remember when Sent. Harry, there were like a billion fucking letters flying into the house and Harry yeah. sucked so bad he couldn't catch a single one? <laughs> well, no, he sucked so bad that he didn't just bend down and grab one off the floor. <laughs> He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, he is a fucking idiot. There's uh, literally a million of them all over the floor, and he's like, eh, eh, yeah. eh. Dude, my, my guy, my like, no excuse. He's in shambles, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so don't know what happened there. I was um, banished. Zach, Skype sent Zach to the damn Shadow Realm. <laughs> dude, exiled, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, no, I lost power there. Sorry uh, for the abrupt uh, change in video and or audio. Uh, but that is going to do it for us tonight, guys. It was an absolute pleasure. We appreciate you guys listening as always. And uh, do all the things. The like, commenting, subscribing, hit the notification bell, tickle my pickle. Um, and tell your grandma. Do all those. Do all those things. And uh, we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.